Welcome to Kevin Kev Talking Sports. I am Kev. And I am forgetful of week two, Kev. Oh, let's just forget week two ever happened. Not not the worst ever, but not a not fun to be two and three. Yeah, we were two and three, but in our defense, this was like the craziest week ever. <laughs> I mean, I think we were two and three, but there were probably a lot of people out there with us. I mean, what what happened? You want to just give the quick uh, quick wrap up? I mean, honestly, for historical purposes, we're going to look back on this week and say it was like week one. We were at halftime cruising to, you know, four victories in the early games or three anyway. And then just the Raiders gave up a ton of points to the Cardinals. And I forget the other one that we got bamboozled on. But Well, uh, Minnesota was just a whitewash. I think we just sort of yeah. overestimated the Vikings after their impressive week one. Right. The one thing I would say about that, I mean, we did talk about it when we made the pick. We like the Eagles. Yeah. You know, I mean, both of us actually picked them to win the division and recognize they're a good team, but that was just a sort of transcendent performance. You know, I don't, I don't think we were the only ones who didn't see that coming. No, no doubt. I think a lot of people were probably on the Vikings. I, I had it looked up earlier to see where they ranked on the consensus on the super contest. They were sort of in the middle, as I recall. So, you know, we'll learn our lesson, especially on a Monday nighter. You know, all these things just didn't go well. Yeah, Minnesota mm-hmm. was the 15th most popular pick last week, which is right in the middle. Philly was the seventh most popular, so that was a good one. Number one most popular pick last week, though, was New Orleans. And even that was a little bit flukish, you know, the way they had that scuffle. And coming out of that, it just felt like Tampa Bay turned it on. Jameis did Jameis things, and the Saints just kind of fold it up i mean i don't blame Jameis too much there he had to kind of start pushing the pushing it a little bit and tampa knows tampa's smart enough to capitalize so you know i don't blame Jameis. just the rest of the team didn't really get going yeah no No, i agree i mean i'm not blaming him it's just you know three picks in one quarter is that's tampa bay Jameis. so now we we get to week three and i think uh, you know among well so first of all the overarching theme this week and we're going to talk about this with some of our picks and lots of other games it's home dogs again yeah you know there's just a ton of these games where the the visiting team is favored by two three four points something like that right and the challenge here is you know some of those home dogs are going to win outright so we just have to try to decipher you know which of these teams are going to muster up a big effort at home and, and you've got some, theoretically, some good teams, you know, playoff contenders, playoff teams from last year, the Titans coming home, the Colts coming home, the Dolphins coming home. I mean, there's just so many home yes. underdogs. And they're, they're not always a lot of points, but Patriots uh, there, at home. There's so many road favorites that we almost have to pick a couple in our five-pack. I mean, yeah. not that many. at home, commanders at home. I mean, which ones of these teams – yeah, Broncos at home. Which ones are going to put up a good effort and which ones might even win outright? So I think this is going to be a weird game. I mentioned to you that uh, I had a hard time just in the picks pool. So, we, you know, we're in another pool where we just pick winners. Right. And yeah. th- that's almost harder in a week like this because those home te- you know, some of those home teams are going to win. You just got to yeah. try to figure out like which ones. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and by the way, you almost won that thing last week. Points. Was it the Cardinals that bit you? Who, who bit you at the end? It was the... No, it was the Vikings. I had the Vikings. The Eagles, yeah. 
Eagles. And I just I still had the points. I could have won with points, but it's such a low scoring game. Who saw that happening? Yeah, crazy. So I think that's one of the big themes. And then you know you're also in that. There's teams that are zero and two. Yeah. There's teams that are two and zero. You know what's real, what's not. Which ones those zero and two teams? You know this is the time you got to get it together. If you're zero and two, yeah, it it might already be too late. You know, as far as trying to make the playoffs, but those teams, there's going to be some desperation out there, you know, so we got to look for some opportunity there. And, you know, the other sort of takeaway from last week, and I, I hate to say this because we are talking like we know what's happening. There are things you just can't predict. There's a lot of call it luck or what it, what you will, but a lot of what happened last week was just out of left field. Nobody could see that stuff coming. So you take no. your lumps. Everybody's going to miss a few here and there. We're still six and four on the on the season so far, which is right in line with our goal. And uh, let's just get them get them this week. We three and two or better this week, Kev. That's what we're shooting for. I actually have a good feeling about this week, so I'm always going to hope for the five and zero, oh, the elusive. Like if we get one of those all year, that would be amazing. So yeah. Well, and of course, week. the very first week that we did this, we, we were five and zero, right? Yeah, so that's right. We did it. I'm not sure we've ever recaptured that magic. That's uh, okay. We'll uh, we'll get one at some point this year, I promise. But yeah, let's roll into some of these picks. And you want to start with your pick of the week? Should I'll we, do it. We, I'll, I'll be glad. Yeah, to let's do go that. with that. I'm going KC minus six and a half against the Colts, which a lot of people, I mean, you know. In most years, the Colts and Chiefs are, are top top tier teams, and for some reason, I think that's what people are still looking at the Colts as if, well, oh, so what that they got, you know, shut out by the Jaguars last week. They're still the Colts, and they have Jonathan Taylor, and Matt Ryan's going to turn it around. But I'll tell you what, that's not going to happen. Mm. The Chiefs are too good for them. They can wreck that defense. I saw Trevor Lawrence wreck that defense last week. You think you think Pat Mahomes isn't going to do that with his weapons? Right. They're all healthy. Oh my God! Yeah. So look, KC is going to score a minimum twenty-seven. I mean, there's just no way they don't score twenty-seven. But they're going to be over thirty. I'm almost positive. Mm-hmm. The Colts can't score that many points on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are probably going to score on defense at least once. Mm. I think it's a route. I think it's. I mean, I will give those points gladly. This is my pick of the week. I got the Chiefs. Over the Colts. What do you think? Wow. Preach, brother. Preach. Yeah. I'm with you. I think okay. I just converted. I converted to the Chiefs. Yeah. Listen, here's here's my only concern. And we talk about the, the home dogs this week. Some of these teams are going to muster up an unexpected effort. Colts, 0-2. I mean, they. this is a team. I don't remember what our preseason predictions were, but 12-5, and 13-5. I think you had them 13-4. and four. They got to start winning. You know, they got to start turning this thing around. Is this the week when they put it together? One factor for them is Michael Pittman being out number one wide receiver. I think he's going to be back. I think that that would give me a little bit of pause for those out there listening to these picks. I mean, if he's confirmed that he's going to play, maybe that might give him a little something. But on the whole, I'm with you. I mean, and and here's another theme. This is something that you and I have talked about a little bit off off the record, you know, we're two weeks in now. One thought is, you know, if there's a team that's hot and is playing well, you ride it until they prove otherwise. 
Yeah. And the same is true of these other teams that, you know, like the Broncos, the Panthers, teams like that, teams that have been struggling, you know, you don't get on that bandwagon until they show you something and start to turn it around. And so I think this is this is actually both of those, right? I mean, you got the Chiefs on the one hand who've been nothing but hot, the Colts who've been a hot mess. Mm. So we're not going to buck both of those trends here. Let's ride the hot hand. Uh, could we be wrong? Of course. But let's give the points. Chiefs win it convincingly. I love it. Thank you for supporting my pick of the week. <laughs> you got it. Your pick of the week. All right, who you? We want to do oh, your pick of the week, or what are we doing? Well, yeah, we we can do that. But let let me uh, I'll throw out my trivia question if that's all right. And then yeah, we'll, go for it. We'll come back and answer it in a little bit. So, in keeping with this theme of two and O teams or O and two teams, so there are seven teams right now that are winless that are O and two. So you got the the Texans, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Falcons, Texans, Bengals, and Colts. Mm-hmm. I mean, four of those teams are teams that you, you and I, or both of us had making the playoffs. So, yeah. so there's been a lot of talk about, you know, Owen two teams don't make the playoffs. Right. So I've got a kind of two part question here on that theme of Owen two teams. So when was the last time that an Owen two team made the playoffs? Oh, that's a good question. And if you know who it was, and then the, the other question, which I think is the more important aspect of this, because what are we all in this for? We're trying to win the, the big one. We're trying to win the Super Bowl. So when was the last time a team started 0-2 and, and went on to win the Super Bowl? That one I think I know. Oh, boy. I hope not. But we'll, we'll talk about that. And, and, you know, how many times has that happened? And, and we'll see if you remember what some of those teams are. Good question. All right, but good question. So yeah, okay. Well, now, so I guess I'm going to keep it rolling. I'm doing my pick of the week now, right? Yeah, let's do it. Put the oh, big stuff out first. Oh man, oh man, my pick of the week. It's it's a it's a team that has been sort of my nemesis. I'm not a fan, but I'm rolling with my pick of the week. It's the boys. Yeah, the, the Cowboys visiting the Giants. Giants are favored in this game, so they are a home favorite, which is kind of an unusual thing this week. Giants yeah. are two and oh, I mean, the world is just loving Saquon. They're loving Daniel Jones. They're loving Dayball and the vibe. I, I mean, I, I'm into it. Okay. Yeah, but who do you love? Who do you uh, love on the Cowboys defense? I love the boys. No, I, I'm Micah Parsons, man. Yeah, Micah Parsons. Micah. I mean, you think Micah I, has a little I'm, something for Saquon? Oh, I think he's, he's going to have something for that whole team. So my view of how this game is going to play out, I I'm not a huge fan of the Cowboys offense as currently constituted, but I think they're sort of on par with the giants at this, you know, so I'm not sure there's a huge edge one way or another. Yeah. The edge is Micah Parsons and the right. Cowboys defense. I think this is the week where, the Cowboys turnover forcing defense comes out in force. I, I think you could see a pick six. I think you could see a strip sack fumble all of the, but this could be a game where the Cowboys score two touchdowns on defense or something like that, or they turn over the giants and they get a short field. You know, they get the yeah. ball on the giants 20 or something like that. So I, I think, you know, between the 20 yard lines, 
field position game, it's kind of a wash, but I think the Cowboys defense is the difference in this game. I've got it 27, 13 Cowboys, uh, Cowboys winning big and they're getting two and a half from the giants. Yeah. I'm, I, I love the pick. I think the Cowboys showed me something against the Bengals last week. Their defense is for real. And the Giants' offense is not for real. They they don't they're not going to be able to throw the ball on this team. And they, like you said, may force Daniel Jones into a couple of bad situations. I expect turnovers and maybe a pick six, like you said. Giants muster a few field goals, which seems to be their offense lately anyway. So I got it 24-9. Cowboys kind of in an easy, easy peasy kind Stuff of game. Yeah. yeah. Might be tight going into the fourth quarter, but you know. 13 to nine or 14 to mm-hmm. nine kind of game, but yeah, I like the Cowboys big. Yeah. I mean, the X factor is it's Monday night, you know, yeah. home game for the Giants home team on Monday night is tends to be a, a pretty solid bet, but I, I think this is the Cowboys show us that they're not done. You know, they, they're, they're going to show that they still have some fight. Okay, great. All right. Our top well, two you, picks are in. Yeah, you got a question for me? Yeah, so I wanted to stick with the, uh, since we're picking against the spread, I thought let's talk about head coaches that have the best record against the spread. I'm talking about current coaches, not coaches from the past, but people, coaches right now, and just, you know, I'm going to do one of my top five things. Just name some of the top five guys that you can think of against the spread. You know, the question really is asked because, we want to know if that correlates to teams that are, are winners. You know, is there some mm-hmm. is there some random coach out there that's kind of scraping by but has great record against the spread kind of thing? Or is it so are generally you going to be career record against the spread, or is there a time frame? You know, yeah, last uh, percentage. Or... I'm talking about percentage for a career covering the spread. Yeah, for career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, covering. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, interesting. Career. And now I'll, I'm not going to answer right now, but uh, one quick thought on it is. There might be some sort of newer coaches, younger guys, because I think over the long haul, you're more likely to just revert to the mean. Yeah. You know, like Belichick, as much as we, he's a great coach. I doubt he'll be on that list just because over a 30 year career, you know, it's probably going to come back pretty close to 500. Well, that's uh, why I asked the question. I'm I'm talking about anybody with more mm -hmm. than 16 games or one season, basically. So one season and out, no good, but. Okay. Cool. Well, right. well, we'll come back and answer that in a minute. So, okay. all right. Well, you're up to talk about another one of these games. You got another pick you all want right. to throw out there? Well, I'm going to go against my Jaggy wires this week. Now, the oh. caveat is I'm assuming, right, that Justin Herbert is playing this game. Keenan Allen should be back, and the Jags are notoriously terrible on the West Coast. Mm. That doesn't necessarily follow because these are all, you know, it's a whole new team and a whole new coach since the last time they went out West. But still, that's a, it's a sore spot in the history of the Jaguars going West and yeah. trying to cover or, you know, even compete. Like, they just get blown out traditionally. Meanwhile, the Chargers are one of the best teams in the league. They can rush the passer. They can defend the pass. I don't think the Jaguars' passing game, even though it looked great against Indy, is up to snuff to the point where they're going to be able to hang with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um a little concerned that Trevor Lawrence is going to throw a pick or two in this game. And the Jags really need to get the running game going early to establish some balance. Chargers are the kind of team that can throw you out of that balance early. 
I just, you know, seven points sounds like a lot to a team that just shut out its opponent last week. Right. One by 24. Like, it's a weird, I would expect normally this line would have been much higher had the Jags not done that. I think they're getting too much credit for shutting out Indy, who's a really bad team. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of doubling down on my KC and Colts pick by taking picking against the Jags, only giving seven by the Chargers. Yeah. So I, I like the Chargers to kind of roll in this game. What was the what was my pick? 30, 30 to one, 14. 30 to 14. That sounds about right. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, the Chargers, this is my Super Bowl pick. Mm-hmm. I as we talked about, I had them losing to the Chiefs, but it was a close, hard fought game. I mean, the Herbert injury is a little bit of a concern, but you know, they're on a long week here as far as rest, you know, they played on Thursday. So hopefully he'll be healed up. The rest of the team will be healthy and good to go. Yeah. Jaguars making that cross country trip. That's another kind of theme of the week. These cross country trips. That's a tough one for the Jags. I mean, I I don't know. They did play a great game against the Colts and that's a nice win for them. Uh, Maybe it's a sign that some things are starting to click, but you're again, you're talking about one of the best teams in the league. This isn't the Colts, you know, they're, at the Chargers' house, long trip. Yeah, I've got it thirty-one seventeen. So we're we're kind of right in the same range. Yeah, but uh, Chargers by two touchdowns, not one. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we All agree right. on we agree on the biggest line of the week, basically. So. Yep. Okay. Well, okay. So, do you uh, you want to take a stab at the trivia question that I threw out there? All right. Repeat it for me. What was the last time? Oh. An 0-2 team went on to make the playoffs. Did the Bengals do it last year? No. Okay. I feel like it was going to be a trick question. That's why I said that. Um, <laughs> prior to that, did the did the Patriots the year that Brady got suspended do it? What year was that? I think it was 2017 or 18, something like that. It, it could have been. It's, okay, so you're in the right time frame. It, the Patriots are not the team that I'm looking for. But your thought process is good as well. I think one of the things that can turn things around is if a key player, you know, is out and then comes back. I'll tell you this part and we'll get to the Super Bowl part of the question, which the Super Bowl one, I think I have that. Yeah, that might be more in reach. So this was 2018. There were two teams actually that started 0-2 and made the playoffs. The Texans Mm. who finished the year 11 and 5 and the Seahawks who finished the year at 10 and 6. They both lost in the wild card round of the playoffs. So okay. there's more to this than just a little coincidence. You know, 0-2 teams generally do not make the playoffs. And if they do, they don't do well. You know, th- this is yeah. a, a strong trend. So since 1970, 400 teams have started the season 0-2. Ooh. 38 have made the playoffs. So you have less than 10% chance. 9.5% chance. So there's some good teams right now that are 0-2. Maybe they'll buck that trend. I think the 17-game schedule is going to help that a little bit. But it's an uphill battle, man. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so so winning the Super Bowl. Can you think of uh, a team that started 0-2 and won the Super Bowl? I got the 94 Cowboys with Emmitt Smith being out. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Uh, yeah so that's not the last time or the only time but 
that's um, the one that I thought you would be on that because that's maybe <laughs> the most famous, right? Emmett Smith right. was out and he came back and just yeah. torched everybody. Yeah. Wow. So that's not the answer. So somebody did it since then. Well, that's part of the answer. I mean, you know, let's. So how many times do you think it's happened? A team starts 0 2 and won the Super Bowl? I think you told me. I think it's three. Did I tell you it's three? It is three. <laughs> yeah. it is I'm, three. I'm listening carefully. So, so 93 Cowboys was the first of those three to happen. Oh, okay. How about the Bills one year? I'm guessing the Bills. Oh, wait. Oh, you have to win the Super Bowl. Never mind. I was a little big. <laughs> we, we did the we Patriots do it once? Yeah, yeah. Patriots, 2001 okay. Patriots. Okay. And then the other, we've talked about this squad in a couple of other trivia questions. Seahawks or? No. Trying to think of the old, Steelers? Oh, Eli. Oh, the Gigantes. Okay. Yeah. 2007 yeah, Giants. So, yeah, I think maybe last week I asked about kind of wild card team, you know, teams um, with the worst records that went on to win the Super Bowl. So the, both of those teams were in that group. 2001 Patriots and 2007 Giants both started 0-2. And went on to win the Super Bowl. Well, so maybe we're due for one of those this year. We'll see. Bengals, Colts. Who else? No, that? I don't in see that. that Titans. Well, on that note, let's let let's talk about two of those teams playing each other. Ooh, the Raiders and the Titans. Ooh, the Raiders. This is another home dog, Titans. So the Raiders are favored by two. Both of these teams are 0-2, both desperate to get on track and get a win. I, I see two different things at work, and I know you agree with me on at least one of them because you've been talking about the Titans as your pick for a team that's going to implode this year. And so far, you've been exactly right. I mean, they appear to be imploding. And when I look at the Titans, it's just kind of a dysfunctional program right now. You know, they're getting blown out. Henry is not looking like the Henry that we all know and love. They're not utilizing him well, and he he doesn't look good. Meantime, the Raiders, I think they've just been a little snake bit. I mean, that they, they strike me still as a good team. They've done some good things. They've just kind of stumbled in crunch time. They've had a few turnovers. Obviously, last week was just fluky um, beyond fluky. So I think... Of these two teams, the Raiders are much more likely to put together a good effort and and get the win, although there's a chance the Titans could do it. But I've got the Raiders 28 to 17. Yeah, I mean, my, I'm sticking with my implosion pick. Um, I, I hate the Titans. <laughs> I want them to lose, and they're coming through for me. Plus, you know, it's desperation time for both of these teams. Right, they're both they're both teams that had playoff aspirations, so this is going to be a hard fought game. I I I have it a little higher scoring than you, but not much. Uh, I like the Raiders to move the ball pretty well with Devonte, and I think they're going to get the running game untracked a little bit, open up some lanes. All they got to do is protect Carr a little bit, and they should be fine. I got Raiders twenty eight twenty, so we both have them winning on the road, mm -hmm. getting Josh McDaniel his first win in in Las Vegas. And the Titans continue to run off the tracks in, into a all-time terrible season. I'm getting nervous. We're picking these road teams, aren't we? 
but there's there's, the, there's, there's the, so many of them. I know we got the Chargers at home, and then the rest so far, road teams. Okay, all right. So time for me to grapple with your trivia question. Oh yeah. And I'm sensing a theme in your trivia questions of late, Kev. You like asking me about coaches. Yes, and well. you might be realizing I don't know anything about coaches. <laughs> like, <laughs> lucky if I can name any coaches. So the other thing is there's a bunch of first-year coaches this year. Now, I don't know if some of them have just kind of shuffled teams. Yeah. But there's, what, six or seven first-year coaches. The point is I want to be able to illustrate a couple of things that we can use for our betting props mm-hmm. so the question is i mean and, and the real question is are, are the coaches that are the most successful also successful against the spread mm. because if they are you would think well then you know if the chances are they're the good coaches are winning at the same rate that they're winning real games we should be riding their coattails when we're betting right yeah okay so i mean if you want to guess that's fine i can just tell you some some guys though there were a couple that I would throw out there because I know we've talked about the Lions being good against the spread of late. Yeah. So is that uh, is it Dan Campbell? Yeah, he's he's yeah. he's one. If you're looking at over the short run, he is probably the very top of the heap. Okay. Yeah. And then the other I I had asked you at a different time about the Bengals against the spread. So that is Zach. Taylor, right? Now, yeah. I don't know how long that goes, but is he on your list? Let me double check because I didn't write him down. So that's a good question. I would say no, he was not one of those guys. The other one I would throw out there, but he's been around so long. Like I said, I think the guys who've been around for a long time, it's going to be really hard. But maybe Tomlin, just because I feel like the expectations for the Steelers are consistently kind of lower. But uh, so is he in the group anywhere? Yeah, well, he's he's a he's a little above 500. I was going to make this comment about Tomlin because I think the Steelers are one of the teams that are more heavily bet than all the others, so it makes it harder for them to cover. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, you know Harbaugh is another one of those guys. Great regular record, yep. but they're much closer to 500 than their regular record would indicate. Mm-hmm. Zach Taylor is under 500 actually. He's 19 and 22. Oh, okay. Right. Well, some so. of that might just be from the last few weeks. I mean, you know, and when your career is so short, I felt like last year they were pretty good. Well, why don't you uh, just tell me the others? Yeah. So Mike McCarthy is the surprise runaway leader. Really? Uh, well, I shouldn't say runaway. Matt LaFleur and Mike McCarthy are both right neck and neck, huh. according to the site I'm looking at, which is Bet MGM. I mean, those guys, no, that's another reason why I'm happy with McCarthy as our Dallas pick, right? I mean, yeah. on the road, getting points, he's he's a good guy. I mean, to me, these these mean something that they're mm-hmm. that good against the spread. Lafleur, uh, Belichick is surprisingly right up there with them. He's a top three or four guy. Brian Flores was doing great in Miami, so he would have been up there if he's still the coach. Cliff Kingsbury is another surprise entrant, so mm. – with the with the with the Cardinals, I wish I had known that last week. Maybe we wouldn't have bet against it. <laughs> yeah, I, well, like I said, I would have expected some of the younger coaches to kind of sneak in there because, again, there's over time. I would think I would get back closer yeah. to five hundred. And a- but, Andy uh, Reid, Andy Reid is up there. He's probably seventh or eighth. So okay. So you know, well, so- this might 
come into play with our last pick. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough. Are you ready to get to the last game here? Is this Ravens and Patriots? Yeah. So your your man Belichick might buck our, our trend. What are you yeah. thinking about the Ravens? Well, here's my thought on that. I mean, he had Tom Brady for 15 years. So obviously without him, I bet his numbers are much lower. I didn't have time to research that. But uh, yeah, I, I think, again, this line is only three points. The Ravens are just on a roll. Now, their defense gave up a lot of points to the Dolphins, but I don't see any shame there. I mean, you know, they, mm. yes, they blew a coverage. Maybe they were took their foot off the gas a little bit, but they were doing a nice job for the first three quarters. They shut down the Jets pretty well in week one. Yeah. So Patriots have shown no offensive abilities. The Ravens should be able to control this game, I would think. Um, maybe a little bit of a more old-fashioned run and run and keep the ball and let Lamar do his thing when he needs to pick and choose his position or his spots to hit the big play. I've got the Ravens 27-16. I just can't see the Patriots scoring a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they force a couple turnovers, they can stay in the game. But uh, I don't I don't know. Lamar seems to be taking care of the ball pretty well this year. So as long as he's doing yeah. that, I'm sticking with the Ravens. Lamar is playing great. You know, I've heard a, one knock against the Ravens is they're not running the ball enough and they're not running really well so far other than Lamar. Um, So, you know, they need to kind of boost their traditional running game. And again, my, my only worry here, this is another one of those home dogs. It's a proud franchise coming home to try to get things right. And, you know, it is Belichick and maybe somehow they muster up an unexpected performance. But again, I think in every kind of tangible way, you're exactly right. I mean, the Ravens have looked really good, especially offensively. You know, they're piling on the points. I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to hold them down. They might limit them a little bit. And then on the other side, how are the Patriots going to score? I mean, I don't know. They, they haven't been scoring all year. And as you mentioned, I mean, the Ravens last week, it was really just a fluky kind of letdown at the end of the game and the dolphins are a much more dynamic offense than the Patriots, you know, no way the Patriots are going to explode the way the dolphins did at the end of that game. So, yeah, I mean, I've got it 24, 17, so a little bit closer, but comfortably over the three point spread. So I'm with you. Ravens given three. Big question. Will Dobbins play this week? You know, that might solidify the, the running game a little bit because that guy has some explosiveness. Yeah. And they're, and they're missing him for sure. But, I mean, it's Wednesday night as we record this. So do we reserve the right to change something out if something big happens? Like, well, it, it, Yeah, no, it's good that you, that you ask that, actually, because uh, in the past we have said that we, we might change a pick. So keep an eye on Twitter. You know, yeah. we've been – Posting a lot of good stuff on Twitter anyway, and we'd love to have more followers on Twitter. Kevin Kev picks on Twitter. We're KNK Sports on Twitch for the right. Wednesday night live stream. Jump in on that. We're having a lot of fun with the live stream. It's a different kind of vibe. And then Instagram, Kevin Kev talking sports on Instagram. So yeah, I mean, if there's any of these injury updates that are gonna shift the way we're leaning on any of these games we'll we'll send out updates on twitter 
and real but quick short of that kev let, mm -hmm. let's head for the finish line here you want to kind of summarize our uh our picks for the week let's do our survivor pick first and then we'll do that Ooh, yeah what are you thinking in terms of survivor i think it's time to go with the chargers take the home favorite against yep. the jags cross country and keep your keep your uh season alive I 100% agree with you. And we did, for, for our purposes, we survived uh, the chaos of last week. I'm trying to remember what our pick, survivor pick was last week. Was it the we Bills? Had, we had the Rams. We, we had the Rams. That's right. <laughs> and they and barely survived. Well, but it's exactly like we said. We said there's no way they lose, but they will probably find a way to make it close. And that's why we didn't pick them giving 10. And yeah. so we we nailed that game pretty well. Use the Rams in your survivor last week. Use the Chargers this week. Yeah, and... the thing that's scary about this week is the Chargers are, you know, they're at home and, you know, heavy favorite at home. So the thought is they'll win. Jags might make it close, but they'll win. There's so many other, you know, home dog, good teams on the road, home dogs. It's just a lot of games that are, you can't really pick with great confidence. So right. use the Chargers this week, and we'll see about surviving next week. All right, All right. so let, let's wrap things up here. We've got the Raiders giving two at the Titans. Right. We've got the Chiefs giving six and a half at the Colts. Got the Ravens giving three at the Patriots. I'm already getting antsy about so many road, <laughs> road picks here. But we've got the Chargers giving seven at home to your Jags. And then the Cowboys, Cowboys getting two and a half on Monday night How against the Giants. Kev, five and zero oh this week, baby. We're gonna Let's do, do it. it. We're gonna ride, make ride it happen. The, ride the road, favorites. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Kev out. Kev out. <laughs>